Welcome to the Kate Languages podcast. I'm your host, Kate Clifton. I'm a former MFL teacher who left the classroom in 2017 to set off on my own adventure. Since then, I've developed my passion for helping teachers through creating time-saving teaching resources, delivering language lessons and CPD to languages teachers, and of course, through this podcast. I've had some wonderful feedback from teachers about how my work is helping them with their everyday teaching, and I love connecting with teachers from all over the world. To get in touch, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook. I'm at Kate Languages on both, or you can email me through my website, katelanguages.co.uk. But for now, grab a cuppa, although maybe not if you're listening in the car. Sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of the Kate Languages podcast. How are you? I hope you're doing well. I hope everything's okay. Today's episode of the Kate Languages podcast is just me having a little chat into my microphone all by myself. And I'm going to be talking about exploiting one text today. So I'll explain to you in a moment what that means. I have recently done a Linguascope webinar on this. So hopefully you caught that. If you didn't catch that, I'm going to be talking about the same topic at the language show on the 11th of November 2023 and if you are listening too late or you're busy that day and or you've listened to the Linguscope webinar and the language show presentation and you just want to go into it in a bit more depth I'm actually doing a two-hour workshop on exploiting one text on Saturday the 3rd of February 2024 so as long as you are listening before then you can sign up and join us on the day but don't worry if you're listening like way 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 in the future and you've missed all of those you can still go to my website click on language lessons and cpd and the exploiting one text workshop recording will be available for you forever to purchase on the website also if you are a buy everything customer you automatically get invited and you can come along to all of my CPD forever and ever and ever until I retire. (laughs) And again, if you can't join us on the day, all of the recordings and the PowerPoints and everything from all of my CPD that I do myself, like I can't upload the Linguascope one, for example, all that kind of thing is all on the Buy Everything Downloads page. So yeah, if you want to buy everything and get access to all of that, then again, go to katelanguages.co.uk and just click on Buy Everything and Buy Everything. It's basically as simple as that. Anyway, so today I'm talking about exploiting one text. What does that mean? (laughs) So this is a philosophy, a kind of teaching theory that I've been thinking about and working on for quite a long time. I'm going to say straight off, I didn't invent this. I am not pretending at all that this is like, oh, this is Kate Languages, like new invention of only using one text in a lesson. Absolutely not. It's come from lots of ideas and, you know, chatting to people and talking about pedagogy and all that kind of stuff over the years. So yeah, I'm definitely not saying this, like I've invented this, but it's something that I've been working on. It's something that I've been incorporating into my own teaching. So the evening classes I used to teach, the one-to-one classes I do now. And also when I advise teachers on how to, you know, teach lessons and how to do their curriculum and things like that, 
this is the basis quite often of what I talk about because like I say it's my teaching philosophy this is something I really really believe in and I think it's a really really good time-saving device for teachers and it saves a lot of time a lot of stress and for me it, it works really really well so you might not want to do this every single lesson there might be times when you think it's not appropriate but as a rule I think that you can pick one text for one lesson or even two lessons and exploit it in great detail. I do actually go through the whole process of this in even more detail in my pre-recorded CPD lesson planning 101, which is basically how to structure an outstanding MFL lesson. So I talk about how to start a lesson effectively, introducing vocabulary. I've got loads of games and ideas and things like that in that particular section in particular. Listening and reading, speaking and writing, and then how to end a lesson effectively. So again, katelanguages.co.uk, click on language lessons and CPD, and there's a tab that says pre-recorded CPD, and that's in there. And you can get your hands on that immediately, download it, it's guided PowerPoint, so you can work through it. And like I say, tons and tons of ideas for games and activities on that. Okay, so what is exploiting one text? What am I going on about? So basically, the philosophy is... Pick one good quality text and exploit it for every skill, for lots of different skills and lots of different activities throughout, as I said, one or two lessons. Start at the end. And again, this is always, if you've listened to my designing a curriculum episode, this is always my advice. Start at the end. What do you want the students to produce? So, for example, if you want them to write a 40 word or 90 word or even 150 word piece of writing, assuming that this is GCSE style. So, you know, this is very sort of English curriculum focused, but, you know, students write language all over the world. So, you know, so if you want them to write a paragraph in the target language based on two, three or four bullet points, pick a writing task. So my Key Stage 3 and GCSE workbooks are absolutely perfect for this because all of the writing tasks have bullet points based on the GCSE and they all have model answers. I've provided model answers for every single one. So make sure you've got bullet points with a model answer. Okay. And you start from the end. So that model answer is basically the text that you want them to produce, but their own version of that model answer. So you've got your model answer, you've got your bullet points where do you go from there? Okay. Looking at the model answer, pick out the key vocabulary. So what topic is it on? What are the keywords that they need to know? So is it going to be school subjects? Is it going to be family relationships? It might even be that it's a grammar point that is the key vocabulary. And then you start by introducing or reintroducing, because it might be revision of the key vocabulary that you want them to know. So you can do pictures, games, crosswords, all sorts of ways of introducing vocabulary. And as I said, in my lesson planning 101 pre-recorded CPD, there must be at least like 10 ideas and my favourite ways of introducing vocabulary. But yeah, there are hundreds of ways of introducing vocabulary. So yeah, so then once you've got that key vocab and you've practised it, done a few games and activities and things like that, use that model answer as a listening text. So either you read it yourself or there might be a recording of it. You could even use a listening text 
as your starting point, but just make sure that from that listening text, it's really easy to extrapolate four key points or three key points that you can turn into bullet points that you can then exploit and practice, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, if you don't want them to always be listening to your voice, find another listening text to do, but you can, you can still do all of this with a pre-made listening text. Um, and I would recommend doing that from time to time as well, like I say, so that probably don't want to get bored of the sound of your voice. So from the listening, yeah, just do normal listening activities, listening for gist. So, you know, even as simple as, right, listen to the text, you know, listen to the recording or listen to me reading it out and just write down what you understand and then discuss it with your partner, you know, low prep, easy, don't worry. You know, you don't have to like write really complicated questions and things like that for everything that you do. With the listening as well, it's fantastic to then move on to a dictation. So with the new GCSE, I'm talking first exams 2026, students are going to need to do dictation. So get practicing from year seven, like now with dictations. And this can either be a gap fill or they can do the full text as a dictation. So again, you either read it really slowly and repeat it over and over again. Or if you're playing a recording, pause, rewind, pause, rewind, make sure that they've written it all down. You might not want to do the whole thing because it might take forever. (laughs) Just a warning. So, you know, anyway, once they've got that, they then have, so that's then the transcript. Once they've done the dictation, that's then the transcript of the listening text. And you use this for reading. So answering questions in English, true, false questions, you know, whatever kind of question you want to do. And then you can use that text to translate into English. Okay, so so far we've got key vocabulary, a listening task, a dictation, a reading task, and translating the text into English. That's five activities already from one text. The text might contain a grammar point. And at this point, you might want to include a grammar point. And this could be as simple as okay, what can you tell me from this text about how we talk about the future in the target language or how you say, I went to the shops or I went and, you know, past tense, whatever, in the target language. And you can just do a few little activities on grammar about the text as well. That might not lend itself every single text. You know, it's up to you to look at the different texts and whatever grammar points in it. At this point then, you want to think about producing language. Now I consider translation into the target language, so from English into the target language, I consider that to be a really good stepping stone between understanding, so passive to active. And it's much more controlled. Again, you know, your sentences, like five sentences or a short paragraph, using the key vocabulary from the listening or reading text. And yeah, use that to translate into the target language. Again, my Kiso Tree workbooks, if you don't know what I mean, and there are some, so some of these are available for free if you don't want to like buy all the bundles. They're all in my free resources. Again, katelanguages.co.uk, just click on free resources. And there are, there are samples of this to show you what I mean. So yeah, so in my Kiso Tree workbooks, I do have a separate reading, translation and model answer. That's to provide you with more texts to make your lives easier. And then, yeah, the translation is then based on the reading and and the translation from the target language into English. And then the five English sentences translation into the target language are based on those texts. So, yeah, 
And again, in my Kisei Tree workbooks, one of the next things that goes on from that is a role play. So really simple role play. Again, using, so those bullet points that you want for your writing, turn them into questions as the role play and they come up with answers and they practice it with their partner. You could also do a photo related to that as well. And then that brings you on to your writing. Okay, so you've got your model answer show them the model answer again. So show them the text again. And then you've got your bullet points and show them how this model answer actually answers these bullet points, underline some bits and say, look, you can change this, this and this and this throughout this text to make it true for you to be able to answer these four bullet points. And you can do an extension whereby you, I don't know, you ask them to do different tenses or, you know, different things like that. There's there's lots of ways of changing it and extending it. But that is the basis of my teaching philosophy. Well, it's slightly grand to call it a teaching philosophy, but um, but yeah, my my theory of how to exploit one text for every single skill and just to use one text to cover one or two lessons. So if you're using it for two lessons, I would say do the passive language skills first. So practicing the vocabulary and the listening and reading first and the translation into English, if you've got time for that as well. And then in the second lesson, work on producing the language. So just to recap, exploiting one text, start at the end. So you know what you want them to actually be producing at the end of the one or two lessons. Pick one really good quality text, right? And exploit it for lots of different skills. Start with introducing vocabulary, then do a listening, then do a dictation. Use a transcript from the dictation to do a reading task. Use that reading task to do a translation into English. Use the key vocabulary and the text to do either sentences or a short paragraph that is similar as a translation into the target language. Do a role play or describing a photo or a different type of speaking activity, and then move on to your writing task, by which point they will really, really understand that text. They will really, really understand the vocabulary and they should be able to create a fantastic writing task. I'd really love to know if you already use this type of thing in your lessons what you think about it, whether you think this is feasible, whether you think like, oh, why have I been trying to use like five texts per lesson when I could have just been doing this all along, which is what somebody has actually said to me about this before. So yeah, let me know what you think. And um, as always, you can get hold of me on the socials, not many socials, just Instagram and Facebook and threads. I think I'm still doing threads. Anyway, I'm at Kate Languages on Facebook and Instagram for sure. I'm Kate Clifton on LinkedIn. You can message me through my website. There's a contact form on my website, katelanguages.co.uk, and you can email me through that. Yes, so let me know what you thought about exploiting one text. Okay, I will see you again in a week. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Kate Languages podcast. If you did, please think about leaving me a five-star review and you can also tag me on social media to let me know you've been listening and let me know your thoughts on the episode. 
Also, don't forget to subscribe so the next episode of the Kate Languages podcast can be delivered straight to your device as soon as it's released. But until then, auf Wiedersehen, au revoir, adios, bye.